brave, outspoken, conservative. We, we are, are Ladies, Ladies Raised, Raised right. right. We're your co-hosts. I'm Olivia. And I'm Anouk. And we're dismantling the left's agenda one lie at a time. You can find us on all socials at Ladies Raised Right or on Twitter at Ladies RR. You can find any additional information or merchandise at ladiesraiseright.com. So we're kicking off this week's episode with something I'm sure a lot of people can relate to, at least a lot of Republicans, uh, the demonization that we face because of the left. <laughs> Continuously. Like, because you are a conservative, Republican, however you want to call it, you are demonized. Like, you are the worst person. You're probably considered a Nazi, a racist, white supremacist, uh, right supremacist a hater of all LGBTQ plus people. people. <laughs> um, but that's not the case. Like, and the, the narrative continues to run, and it's ran for a while. And we're going to kind of yeah. talk about some examples that we've seen and kind of go from there. Yeah, so a big thing going on right now is the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. So a quick recap in case you all don't know what it's about. Essentially, the BLM, quote unquote, mostly peaceful riots this summer uh, that happened. Kyle Rittenhouse was at one, and despite being attacked with a skateboard and having people tell him that they were going to shoot or that they were going to kill him if they got him alone and also pointing a gun at him. So he shot two people who were in the process of attacking him. He was held accountable and CNN immediately started uh, just completely destroying his name and defamation of him and everything, calling him a white supremacist. And they completely lied and said like he shot black people first when he had actually shot white people. (laughs) And this was not the case. Yeah, not even close. So they quickly, like, wrote the narrative for it. They kind of slandered his name, made him the worst person ever. And, like, the reality of it is, like, he went through the court system. He went what he was supposed to do. They checked him out, and he's innocent. That's yep. it. And he, just because they don't fit the narrative of the left anymore, then it's like, oh, well, they decided that the, he was uh, innocent, but that's not true. Like, the systems are there to decide if somebody is or is not guilty. And yeah. he was... He was not guilty. The left is now saying, like, when he was acquitted on all charges, they say, um, this is a very sad day for us. People were here standing for a cause of justice, and they died standing for this cause. Okay, it would be completely different if they were actually standing there and someone completely shot them down, but they were in the middle of attacking this person and saying they would kill him. And last time I checked, like, self-defense wasn't illegal. Like, if someone attacks you, you are allowed to defend yourself, whether it be your home, your person, like, whatever it is. Like, if someone attacks you first... You are 100% in the right to defend yourself. Yeah, and I think that's why the prosecution really struggled (laughs) with their case against Kyle Thomas Binger, who was the lead prosecutor. He, one of the stupidest things he said was that it was an admission of guilt from Kyle to not talk to the police afterwards when that is common sense. That's your Fifth Amendment. You do not have to talk to the police without a lawyer present. So, I mean, I even know that I'm not an attorney I think anyone with a brain knows that (laughs) and that the prosecutor brought this up as a leading point. Um, That's just insane. And the line of questioning was just all over the place. They were bringing in random things that were not relevant. Also, Thomas Binger went to the University of Michigan, which everyone who goes there, I'm a big Michigan State fan. And also, this is true, though. (laughs) But everyone who goes to the University of Michigan is arrogant and like, oh my gosh, I'm so much better to you. I went to the University of Michigan. I make a lot of money. And <laughs> here we are, the lead prosecutor, U of M Law School, completely destroying this case. Multiple, multiple times he was yelled at by the judge for right. <laughs> doing poorly. Not destruction like he fucking lit it up, like he's getting wrecked. Yeah. 
So <laughs> I'm so thankful for everyone who went to the University of Michigan and thinks they're so full of themselves. The next item we have is going to be the Capitol riots. We are still talking about the Capitol riots. Like, how long can we talk about this for? This is not a representation of an entire party. These are individuals that acted out and decided to do what they wanted to do. And this is not, like, the representation of the entire country's, like, right-wing party. Yeah, and the left continues to act like it is. And if you are even a Republican, it means that you support the Capitol riots. I've been blatantly told that by people from the left. Do you support it? No, and I think everyone everyone disagrees that what happened was bad, but it's not the entire party. I don't know why we're still talking about it, but we're not talking about the millions of dollars of damage that the BLM riots did this summer. Exactly, and most people would say on the left that they do support all the millions of dollars of damage that BLM did, whereas the Republican Party is not 100% standing behind this, and... It's kind of annoying to get continuously thrown under this bus and ran over it with it being told that you supported this act of insanity, honestly. <laughs> when you have, I honestly had no idea what was going on until like my grandma texted and was like, what's going on at the Capitol? And then I heard about it. But yes, so if I were truly involved in this because I'm, I believe in Trumpism and I follow all of that, then I think I would have known about it. Right. I would have. I think we would all have been notified. Yeah. But nobody was notified about this. This wasn't organized. Like, I, I don't even have a Facebook. Yeah. With, does that mean I'm a bad Trumpster? Like, I don't have a Facebook, so I wasn't there to be able to support the Capitol riots because I didn't I didn't have a Facebook event to tell me to go. No, yeah. I didn't go because I think it's ridiculous and it shouldn't have happened. Yeah. And that you and didn't, didn't even know hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what the left is conveniently leaving out of this narrative is that they actually bombed the Capitol in 1983. Uh, They called NPR, National Public Radio, the night of the bombing, or the night after the bombing had happened, and they said, we purposefully aimed our attack at institutions of imperialist rule rather than at individuals of the ruling class in government. We did not choose to kill any of them at this time, but their lives are not sacred, and their hands are stained with the blood of millions. So this group that bombed the Capitol. They are a communist organization called the M-19s, is what they were shortened as, and one of the leaders, who was later found out, was Susan Rosenberg. And you know what she's doing today? She is on the board of founders for the BLM movement. So I don't know if they're bombing the Capitol. Maybe they're not really for everything. Yeah, no, just continuation of destroying our own country. Yeah, now she claims she's an activist, and she is a writer. Um, what are you an activist for, people writing? All hell activism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think you're a great activist if no. you bombed the capital. That is Probably pretty... Probably not. Well, and how the left is just talking about, this was the worst attack ever that we've had. Okay, you're forgetting about what happened at the capital. There have been plenty of worse attacks. Yeah, 9-11. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to name one. Also, so the continuation of the demonization of the right, if you look at social media, so social media is probably the hardest point where you're going to find this. So many people just, like, are always pu- pushing their left opinions, and it's it's fine. It's great. Oh, oh, my God, like, that's so great that you think that. Like, thank you for sharing your opinion. Like, oh, what a good person you are. Anytime you say anything controversial or slightly to the right, they're like, you're the worst person you are terrible, like, I have to unfriend you, unfollow you, years of friendship don't mean anything because your political opinion is different than mine. Yeah, I lost 
a lot of friends up. <laughs> the amount of followers that we've both lost yeah. since we started this podcast is insane. And it's just because we have an opposing opinion. Like, for years, I've literally watched all these same people post their opinions, and I've never said anything about it, ever. I've just, like, been like, yeah. okay, that's interesting, or maybe that sparked a uh, curiosity in me, and I was like, maybe I should research this and see what they're talking about. Not... I should unfollow them because they have a different opinion than I do. Yeah, and at the big, be- I mean, now a lot of the stuff I post is pretty blatantly right, but at the beginning right. it was things that was, like, not controversial, and I immediately lost followers and was intact for that. Right, and what's crazy, it's, like, it praises, like, Biden on social media, and then anything that's, like, against Trump is praised as well, but if you go any reverse of that, sometimes you can't even post. I'm pretty sure I watched you try to post something that said... Uh, Biden is a disgrace. Biden is a disgrace. And it said it couldn't get posted. Yeah, it said this is considered hate speech and your account will be taken down. And then just out of curiosity, I wanted to see what would happen if I said Trump is a disgrace and it immediately went up. So it didn't get fact checked. Yep. <laughs> Our wonderful fact checkers who are straight out of college. And a lot of that too, like you look at the social media, it's like, okay, let's share all the terrible things that they think that Trump's done, but nobody shares the good things either. Trump is the first person to ever appoint someone as an LGBTQ member as the director of natural, national intelligence. The first one. Um, he appointed Rachel Greenall, and that nobody has ever talked about that. They just said he was anti-LGBTQ. So if he's so anti that, why would he ever appoint somebody? Because he's Republican. So Apparently. they don't look at the facts. The facts right. don't apply, only the narrative does. So here are facts telling you differently, but people are still continuously pushing the other side of it. So it doesn't really make much sense. Even when a man pointed his gun blatantly at Kyle Rittenhouse, so he shot him out of self-defense, the left still denies this. I don't know how stupid you have to be to deny something literally right before your eyes or how brainwashed you have to be. So luckily with all of this, the reason there are multiple parties is because there's checks and balances. And checks and balances have been placed in the government in order to make sure that no one runs a straight communist country or tyranny and takes over the entire right. country or is a dictator. Yeah, the founding fathers intentionally put it in place like this because they didn't want what happened in England to happen over here. Right. So you have three different parts. You're going to have your legislative branch, your executive branch, and your ju- ju- judicial branch. So your legislative branch is composed of your House of Representatives and the Senate, and all of these are written in the Constitution. Um, the House of, specifically the House of Representatives and the Senate are in Article 1, Sections 2 and 3, respectively. So the House of Representatives, these are elected by the people every two years, and the amount of, amount of representatives who sit in the House cannot exceed 435, and the sub- Senate is comprised of two people from each state who are also elected by a popular vote, um, and they represent all 50 states, so there's 100 of them. Right. And, and then your executive branch is just going to be the president, right? Yeah, Pretty president, vice president. VP, the cabinet. Yeah. All and, that fun stuff. And finally, the judicial branch is composed of the Supreme Court and any other court in the country, but the Supreme Court is the highest court. It's composed of nine justices serve for life unless they are impeached and these justices are always appointed by the president well they serve for life unless they're impeached or die as we saw with rbg ruth Bader ginsburg and trump happened to be president at that time and put in nancy bennett barrett yeah the left also demonized (laughs) classic you're gonna have different examples of checks and balances that have happened over history so like one that you always see 
is that if the uh, president decides to veto something, Congress can overrule that. So the president doesn't have 100% control. They still need to be ingredients together of what we're going to do. And then you also have separation of church and state. Yeah, because what happened in England was that Catholicism just infiltrated everything and not everybody believed that. And the founding fathers didn't want that again. So that's why we have the separation of uh, church and state. So they're not going to control you, tell you you have to be this religion, which conveniently goes back into our last episode of how communism is com- is the opposite of this, where they right. tell you you cannot have a religion and you must, the government is your religion. Right. And so the, re- the way that the U.S. has written everything is so that way we can make sure that you still have your freedoms and you can still run the country how you want. Well, not run the country, but you can still have your freedoms to make your choices, whether it be religion or whatever, or whatever it might be. Yeah, your job, your decision to be homeless or successful. (laughs) Right. But a lot of this comes from, like, having conversations with people over the the last few months, especially as we've started to gear up on this podcast. And people have probably unfriended us, alienated us, called us things, because they have decided that they followed the narrative that the media has written, that we have been, we're demons now. Like, we're literally, like, the worst person that could ever happen. And because we decided a political affiliation that... It is the worst like thing that we could have ever done. And this is so frustrating because just because I decided politically, more financially than anything, that I just like the conservative side because I like keeping my money and not getting it taken <laughs> away, it's a huge reason that I decided that I'm like the worst person ever and I hate people. I don't want anybody to have their rights and that people can't choose to be gay or do this stuff. I don't like you can do that. Yeah. I just decided that I wanted a political affiliation. Doesn't mean I'm a bad person. Yeah. Well, according to Left Yard, I mean, one of. <laughs> Someone who I know, they even said that their family members were white supremacists because they voted for Trump. So to even call your family that is just insane. Yeah, that's wild. And it's just like these different parties are in place to check each other. And we have such an extreme now on both sides that the it's either fully one way or fully the other. You can be like mostly one way and then believe in another party's other, some of their beliefs. Like you don't have to hundred percent believe with every single thing that your party says. Yeah. Like there's some things that I'm independent on that aren't like really conservative. And I think that it's good that we have two parties because that is, that goes back to the checks and balances, how we always balance or how each party balances each other out. And right now they're just both to the extreme and the left just hates one side and is using every and is using every possible power they have to completely destroy the right. Exactly, and then hopefully, like Ladies Raise Right can shed a little bit of light for everybody and kind of show them that the right side isn't the worst thing ever. Maybe we yeah. can kind of <laughs> spread some knowledge and awareness. We're interested to hear what the left has said to you. So, if you want to send us some <laughs> direct quotes, uh, one of one of the many hate messages we have gotten was, I hope you all die of cancer, so. Yep, along with being called drench cunts. <laughs> yeah, insane. We should inject ourselves with bleach. So, uh, if you guys have any interesting statements you've gotten from the left, feel free to use our website, ladiesraiseright.com, where you can contact us and leave us messages. Yeah, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode as we continue to dismantle the left's agenda one lie at a time. Thanks for starting your week off right by listening to Ladies Raised Right. Bye. Bye-bye.